Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. Welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the Noon Report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are, as always, Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Michael, I want to begin with you uh, with the rise of anti-Semitism in this country. Hate speech is a big no-no these days, but you are concerned with several bills in Harrisburg that seek to address this. You argue these bills could severely infringe on First Amendment rights. How so? And uh, do you see this legislation moving at all in the Senate? I think, first of all, when we think about the anti-Semitism, which is, is terrible to see, but thinking back to the awful tree of life killings there in the synagogue in Pittsburgh, the perpetrator of that was given the death penalty without a hate crime law here in Pennsylvania. And so what we look at this uh, particular hate crime package that passed the House, but we hope will not see action in the Senate, is one that really infringes upon free speech in very significant ways. And one of the real concerns we have on it is that it empowers sort of snitching, hiding behind anonymity to go after people and to report them, which then creates an investigation and they have to defend themselves. It's very problematic. And there are other reasons why we, we don't support it. Yeah, it's funny you should mention snitching because that kind of brings us to this next point, Jason. Uh, Governor Hochul has ordered police to conduct surveillance on social media use to keep tabs on hate speech. On the surface, you say, okay, that's good, but there are a lot of people who are concerned because the governor will not delineate what constitutes hate speech here. I know former gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin has come out expressing concern about this surveillance. Could this be used to spy on conservatives, for instance? Yeah, I think it could be. I mean, the governor's surveillance unit is assuring New Yorkers that if you have hate speech on your social media profiles, if you post something there that the government does not like and deems it as hate speech, you'll be visited, contacted by the state police. That's problematic because it matters who is defining what is hate speech. And, you know, if we cannot stand up and defend the rights of people to say things that are problematic, then someday it could be us that is saying something that society deems as problematic. Michael, another concerning issue, the abortion issue, Planned Parenthood and those like it trying to, a new tactic to undermine states like yours in the efforts to protect life at all levels, unborn children as well as the life of the mother. There's two new bills in the state house this week that are very concerning to you. Can you explain what's going on here? They call them the shield bills. I think a better name for them would be the Kermit Gosnell shield bills. And what I mean by that is what these bills would do if they became law is if a person from a pro-life state came to Pennsylvania to obtain an abortion, this shield law would protect the doctor from any sort of lawsuit or any investigation that might arise. It's really an open door to allow the Kermit Gosnell kind of house of horrors to redevelop here in Pennsylvania. So we're opposing it and hope it doesn't go any further in the Pennsylvania General Assembly. Jason, there was a rally this week, I believe it was in the Rochester, New York area, blasting this 
elder parole effort. This is where inmates who've served at least 15 years of their sentence and are at least 55 years old would be eligible for a parole hearing no matter the crime that they committed. Any appetite in Albany to push this over the goal line? And and how much damage would this do if this were to become law? Sadly, I think there is an appetite for passing that type of legislation. Uh, The legislature is not in session yet, but come January, you could see a push for this so-called elder parole, and that'll really come on the heels of what has happened this last year regarding clean slate legislation. For whatever reason, we have a habit of empowering those that have committed crimes while we leave victims of crimes off by the wayside and vulnerable. I am concerned about this. I think 55 is, uh, frankly, not that old. You can still do a lot of damage to 55 if you have history and a record there. And uh, unfortunately, this is the kind of thing that progressive policies in Albany continue to promote. Talk, if you would, just for another minute about this criminal justice reform activist. They have a hard time buying this argument. Okay, so you have been rehabilitated. There are some crimes, aren't there, Jason, where the crime is so heinous, you forfeited your right for freedom, no matter how rehabilitated you are. You know, I think of things like sex offenses, particularly involving children. You know, as followers of Jesus Christ, we do believe in forgiveness and redemption, but that does not mean that you should leave your small children with someone who has committed a sexual offense against a child. Hmm. And, And I think that our legal system has to recognize that even though someone has paid a penalty for their crime, we shouldn't, one, lessen that penalty later after it's been sentenced, but also remember that there should be barriers to protect society as a whole, and we seem to be forgetting that. And then we're watching society crumble and disintegrate, and we wonder why. Good point. Well, the PA House, uh, Michael, passed pension reform legislation this week, $1.8 billion worth in extra retirement pay. We'll see where this goes in the Senate. Democrats say this is long overdue. Republicans fear this could lead to higher property taxes. What say you, Michael Gear? Well, this is just sort of payback for the constituencies that elect the Democrats in the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. Many of the public sector unions are the biggest backers of uh, those politicians, and so they're happy to offer more money and to pass bills like this that end up on the taxpayers' back. We already have an underfunded pension system in Pennsylvania, woefully underfunded, that really is uh, heading towards a crisis. All right, big news in public education. Jason, this week a Blue Ribbon Commission went public with a dozen proposals to change the graduation rules for high schoolers. Are you a fan of these recommendations? And tell us why or why not. Well, the state is looking at really just overhauling how students graduate here in New York. And there are probably some good goals in what they're looking at. And not every child will test well. Not every child will go to college. There are trade schools and other opportunities for students. However, I am also concerned that we are moving away from testing in general. And I think this may have a lot more to do with the fact that students are not performing as well, and therefore it's reflecting on teachers, administrators, and others as a way to protect them rather than what is in the best interest of students. Yeah. Quick follow-up. This won't take effect for another year or so? Yeah, there's still a lot of ways to go along that, but it does kind of indicate the train has left the station and that in this state we're moving that direction. All right. Well, Mike, you are concerned. We've already mentioned the abortion issue, and I know both of you are very concerned about what happened in the state of Ohio last week. Not just abortion, but uh, recreational marijuana. All this made possible through ballot initiatives. Former Senator Rick Santorum was writing about this and how states are kind of moving toward this to pass some of these issues and make them law. Are you concerned that what happened in Ohio might spread to states like Pennsylvania. 
Well, we do see it happening, proposals in other states that will be on the ballot in 2024. There are a variety of reasons why they do that, including just promoting voter turnout among young people for the election of progressive candidates as well. Here in Pennsylvania, though, we do not have citizen initiative. We don't have the ability for the citizens, by collecting signatures, to put something on the ballot like that. Anytime anything goes on the ballot for a vote like that, it first has to go through the legislature. And I'm, I'm glad we have that safety check, mm. because we can convince the legislature to do the right thing if people use their voice rather than the very expensive referendums that we see. Gotcha. I know there's a big one on abortion next year in New York, Jason, that you're watching too. That said, uh, the Democrat-backed group called Organize New York, uh, Jason, has launched a $9 million campaign to get young voters to the polls next year. Uh, They are going to be targeting upstate colleges, SUNY schools, and the like to try and flip the House back to the blue column. My question is, are conservatives doing enough to attract young voters next year? Yeah, I've got two schools of thought uh, in that idea. The first is, it seems like we're always trying to get the youth vote, and the youth just don't turn out to vote. Uh, For Democrats or uh, Republicans, I think on both sides, that is an issue. So hence why they're trying harder to get the youth vote on those college campuses. But should conservatives be doing more to turn out the youth vote? Absolutely. You know, I think that we have um, uh, kind of alienated ourselves from certain segments. Um, It could be urban voters. It could be youth voters. And we should leave no stone unturned after everyone uh, trying to show them uh, what are the right policies for the state of the nation. All right. Just like that, our time is up. It's the fastest 10 minutes in radio, uh, we like to say. Uh, But we've been a lot of places. And if you have any questions about anything you heard on the program today, uh, Michael, I know you love to hear from our listeners. Where can they find you online? PAFamily.org. And stay informed on all the issues in New York as well. Jason, where can folks find you? AlbanyUpdate.com.